We're going to talk about Christmas, and we're going to talk about unwrapping gifts. Yeah. Did you guys get sort of wowed when you opened the gift? It was like, ah! What was coming your expressions when it came to Christmas? Some of you have opened your gifts already. Some of you are waiting. But what's your typical expression when you open a gift? Yeah, I like that one. Some of you guys, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I can say that I wowed my wife out of 45 years of knowing her once. <laughs> I saw the tear was coming down. She was so excited. It was just, it warmed my, I'm living off that one for years now. Because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just exciting to be able to see that expression on somebody's face when you've wowed them. And I I still remember it. Rachel was beside you and you opened that gift. And you know what it was? It was actually a re-gifting of something I gave her years ago. (laughs) You know, if it works once. (laughs) So, in short, what happened is she lost her wedding ring and engagement ring. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I found it. (laughs) And so I brought it to the jewelers, and they soldered it together, made it one, and cleaned it all out. I think there was something missing in it, and uh, she put a diamond back in or whatever it was, and I re-gifted it. Yeah, and she was just wowed by it. You know, and I think often of gifts, and uh, does it impact our lives, or does it just fade? That's my question today of how do gifts actually impact our lives? And then if you think of the message of Christmas and the impact. So if we were to have expressions, uh, let's see if I can get down to my knees. (laughs) Getting up might be something different. But when you think of gifts, right, you could open it up and just go, I think I'll do this one. What could it be? It's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's a, a Sam expression. If you were here last night, you would understand that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't register at all. And then you think of other ones, and it's like, this is so neat. It's what I always wanted, and it's exciting, you know, and then... And maybe it's when you think of different ones, like, it's like, oh, man, what could it be? Oh, another, oh, I love it. Let me see if I can move this over. All these neat gifts, you know, and then you wonder, is there a gift that really just overrides every other gift that just amazes you? And could it be? Is it? Could it really be? I don't know. What's going on? It's not turning on. (laughs) And there it is. I think I blew a breaker. (laughs) Oh, and now I can't see anything. (laughs) But when you... When you have a gift like that, It just wows you, and you see spots before your eyes for a long time. 
But this whole picture that I'm trying to portray here is when you realize the gift of Christmas. This is really what we've been looking for. The other gifts, they fade away. We look at for in relationships, maybe. We say, oh, this is the wow moment. And it, it, it fades, and it's not, it, it loses the wow factor, maybe, in different things that we're in, through things uh, of, from toys to different things that we receive, and it's just, it's, it's empty. The excitement for a moment. Sometimes it's in our own government. We think if we were to, to switch governments, because this is what we do in Canada, we always vote governments out, you know. This is going to be the one. Oh, no, that's not the one. Short-lived excitement. <laughs> you know, relationships, things, events, careers. We jump into careers, and more and more of the younger generation, they will change careers, trying to find a place that says, this is it. Where is it? And what I want to come through to this morning is walking through what it looks like in this area of impacting our lives and how can we sustain the impact. Because since the fall, since Adam and Eve was removed, banished from the garden, something was missing and everybody was looking for it. Then and even today, we're still looking for it. And what does that look like? So I want to look at one verse that was referred to last night. Heavenly Father, as we come to your word, we ask that you would speak to us and just bring it a freshness to our soul of what it is, this greatest gift that you have given us. And Lord, may it impact our lives, not just today or tomorrow, but our whole lives. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's read this word. And we remember last night, we, we talked a little bit about this. For a child is born to us, a son is given. He is given. And Sam referred to about that given to us. But I want to just linger on these little other parts. The government will rest on his shoulders. And he is going to be called, he's going to be known by a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father, the prince of peace. Pretty amazing passage is as you think of it. Because if we take this gift, as we think of the impact of this verse alone, Israel is waiting for it. Every one of us is waiting for this as, we, as Jesus comes, as we think back of that first Christmas day. He is, this is it right here. We are looking for a just government. We're all looking for it. We want something of justice. When we think of Christmas, we think of Jesus in a little manger. But let's go way beyond that, this gift is looking for a government of justice and peace, of mercy. And it's all found in it. Now, when we think of government, we might have a different understanding. Jesus said, the kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, here it is or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. So if you have received this gift, this wow of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God is within us. 
Dwell on that, even as you think of the Lord's Prayer. His kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That each one of us, as we receive Jesus Christ, this gift, we open it up and we receive it, as Sam talked about last night. The kingdom of God is within us. Whoa. Wherever Jesus is, think about this, wherever Jesus is, the kingdom of God is there. So if Jesus is within you, his kingdom reign is there. And the signs of his kingdom will be present. Oh, Think of that. When you think of the government you want, the one that brings justice, the one that brings mercy, the one that brings peace, the one that cares for you, his kingdom is in you if you're a follower of Jesus. And that should be present because he's transforming us. He's working in us. That is a humble thought. That is a wow moment for me that to think that impact of what Jesus does in our lives. This greatest gift that impacts us. Even so much that in Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world and a testimony to all the nations and then the end will come. What a hope, what a picture that Jesus reigns within us. And yes, we still obey the government that is over us. In Romans 13, it says, everyone must submit himself to the government authorities. But that knowing he reigns in you, that his kingdom reigns out of us. It's a totally different look, isn't it? It's what God's doing in my life around me. His kingdom is impacting because of Christ in me. That's pretty impressive of what this gift brings. It's a totally different look. Instead of complaining, we don't complain in Canada, do we? Instead of saying, oh, our government. Oh, he reigns. Turn it in towards what Christ is doing in you. And it's exciting. It's impactful. Secondly, this this picture of mighty counselor, almighty God. We see, we have counselors, we have therapists, you know, we have peer counseling now, which, uh, you know, as teenagers, we're saying, hey, how did you go through? How do you handle that? And, you know, it can be good, it can be bad, (laughs) you know. We have all these different things, and I'm not saying they're wrong. What I'm saying is there's someone greater. The mighty counselor. This is one that is, he took on flesh, who was tempted as we were tempted. He went through life, through the challenges, being hated, persecuted. He understands what we're going through. He said he'll give us his Holy Spirit to guide us in all truth. He's given us his word. When you dwell on this gift, this Christmas, as you think of that first Christmas when Jesus came, the light of the world impacts us that we can experience his justice and mercy in our own lives and his kingdom reign throughout us. We can experience wise counsel. We can experience understanding and wisdom 
direction and purpose, all coming from the Almighty God. Because when you think of it, this is what the world has to offer. For the world offers only cravings for physical pleasure, craving for everything we see, the pride in our achievements and the possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. Wow. And these things are passing away. But what Jesus brings is light to us. He brings fulfillment. He impacts our lives. I was talking to someone yesterday who has addictions. And I was encouraging her to, you know, get help and find freedom and experience life once again. Because she was really discouraged. And when you're on fentanyl, it's really tough to get out of that. But she said these words. I don't want to be like those people out there that are working seven days a week and they're just driven for money. That's a sobering thought. She was caught in her addictions, but she also saw the addictions of others. The things of this world is passing away. And we get caught up in that. And if you don't have Jesus, and if you don't pour Jesus into these, th- into these areas, we could get off track. When I think of one picture, the prodigal son. In the Bible, Jesus tells a story about a, a, a young man who had everything. From the Father. Everything he needed was there. But he chose something. He said, Father, give me all my inheritance. And he went out and squandered it all. Through relationships, through things, through different careers. He tried it all. But like I said, it fizzled quickly. And there was nothing there anymore. Drained. Without hope. Without it anything to impact his life anymore. So he said, I'm going to go back to my father. And this is the beautifulest picture ever. If you can imagine this young man slouched down, walking down that long driveway, saying, what am I going to do? I got to confess up to my dad and say, yeah, I just want to be a servant amongst you. I don't even deserve to be your child anymore. And he's wandering down. There's his dad sitting on the porch looking over the railing saying, there's my son and running and embracing him saying, I love you, son. You were dead and now you're alive. Get out the big fatted calf. We're going to party. Here's some new clothes and brings them all in with great excitement. And that is our heavenly father and how much he loves us. And cares for us. He doesn't want to see us going down this road. He loves us so much that he would do that. He cares for us. I don't know what your father's like or was like. They're they're flawed. We're human. Dads are not going to be perfect. But I do know a heavenly father that is. And this is the prophetic word that said... That this Jesus, this gift, he would be an everlasting father. One that cares for you. One that will be there for you. Now, 
I've heard it said when I say, you know, Jesus cares. You know, he's wrapping your, his arms around you, but you don't feel it. This Christmas, may I remind you that Jesus is so real. When you allow him in to your life, even in moments, it was a couple weeks ago, I wrote in my journal, I was, I was a bit discouraged, and I was just saying, I won't give you the details, <laughs> but I was really questioning God, and I, I, I'm like, God, I need your hug. I need your, I need your arms around me because I'm really struggling. And I go to God's word. This is my typical. And then I read God's word, and he spoke to me right in that place. And then there was three, but I'll say two very specific others that came in my office and said the exact words to reaffirm what God was doing in my life that I was questioning the exact words I wrote in my journal saying, God, I need to hear this from you. They sat in my office chair and said those words to me. Does Jesus care? Absolutely. Did he give me physical arms to wrap around me that day? He did. It was other people with Jesus on that came and gave me that embrace. So, yes, Jesus is real. Jesus loves us. He cares about us. He is the Father that cares that we can cry out to. And sometimes it's really hard. Because when we're in a, a mental battle, it's very difficult to experience this. But even then, if we are aware, when we say, Jesus, everything I got, I just come. I need to, need to know you're there. It'll be a phone call. It'll be someone knocking at your door, someone sending you a gift to remind you, I'm here. That's the Jesus I know. That's the Jesus I experience. And the last one, peace. He is the prince of peace. Uh, in our struggling world today, uh, I wrote down this thought, if I can find it. The foundational meaning of this peace the spiritual harmony brought about by an individual's restoration with God. It's the spiritual harmony brought about by an individual's restoration with God. When you come and you open this gift and you receive Jesus, there is a peace that comes in. A peace that surpasses all understanding, the Bible says. A peace that changes our whole world. Because here's the facts. Just like Adam and Eve, when they were banished from the garden, we are in a sinful state. We are actually enemies of God, the Bible says. But God demonstrated his love for us that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Whoa! That's one of those wow moments. Every morning, you wake up and say, wow, God. You love me that you would do this. And because of his sacrifice, he restored our relationship, my relationship, that I can have peace with God, that I can boldly come before the throne. People, don't lose that. This is an amazing thing we have, that a deep abiding peace in our hearts that the creator loves us that much. Because 
It's the ultimate fulfillment of God's work in Jesus Christ to bring peace to us. Pretty amazing that Jesus would do this. Now, one last thought that when I think about these gifts, each one of them, what if it's things that you have and they're empty? They're, they're, there's no light to them anymore. What if it's career and you've lost it and career just doesn't excite you anymore? What if it's relationship? You've been striving. You've been searching. And young people, you continue to search, looking for who you are. And it's like, it's empty. The excitement of a child is faded. When you pour Jesus into these things, it's life. It's life that he gives us. It's the power of Christ in everyone that it fulfills everything in our lives. If you ever wanted to experience that, that's what he does. <laughs> Technology doesn't always work, but plugins do. <laughs> that's what Christ does in every part of our lives. He can filter in into our relationships, into our careers, into the things you have, and bring life. So when you open Christmas gifts and you say, hey, wow, this could fade tomorrow, but with Jesus, I can enjoy it every day. Everything you have, everything that you own, it's not the pride of life, it's going to fade. The pleasures, it will fade, but with Jesus, Fulfillment comes in every aspect. So from young to old, the call is come to Jesus and, and realize the impact at every gift. Everything you've experienced is found in Jesus. The joy, the happiness, the excitement. And when you feel the fade, maybe it's a cry to Jesus like I did. And Jesus say, just come in. Fill me, Lord Jesus. I'm feeling an emptiness. Show me your love. And maybe you've been one of those instruments that God used in showing love to somebody else because the Spirit of God spoke to you. Things could be broken. Careers could be lost. Relationships could be broken. But allow Jesus in them and allow him to do that healing work that only Jesus can do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for truth that you have given us your son, the light of the world that can shine into darkness and dispel darkness. Lord, I pray for each one here. As we said last night, we want to speak Jesus into every home, into every heart, that they would experience your light your reign, your peace, your presence. Lord, I pray this Christmas that each and every one here today would open that box and receive the gift of eternal life. That we were once enemies, but now through Jesus Christ, we have been forgiven and have new life. Thank you, Jesus for what you have done for us through Christmas.